This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. India too is affected by all these problems, rising prices, falling currency, shortages. But economics is not India's only worry. Its geography is also a problem. Some of India's northern neighbors are a problematic lot, like Pakistan, Afghanistan and China. The first two are a political problem, Pakistan and Afghanistan. They present no economic challenge to India. China, on the other hand, does. Even today, China is India's second biggest trading partner. Total trade is almost $129 billion. And the number itself is not surprising. We are talking about two of the biggest economies in the world, also two neighbors. So naturally, their bilateral trade is high. Having said that, this is not good news for India. And I'll give you three reasons why. Number one, the trade is heavily set in China's favor. Let me show you the numbers from the first quarter of 2022. Chinese exports to India are up 45%. It was 4.8 trillion rupees last year. Now it's 7 trillion rupees. What about Indian exports to China? Up 0.6%. And there's simply no comparison. 45% for China, less than 1% for India. What's worse is the trajectory. In 2021, Chinese exports had increased just 4.5%. The year before, in 2020, they actually dropped 6.2%. So do you see the problem here? Since 2020, India has imported more and more from China. The trade deficit is almost $73 billion. Reason number two, the political atmosphere. Think back to the Galwan Valley clashes in 2020. After that, India got tough on Chinese businesses. We told you about all of those moves. Mobile apps were banned, tech companies were investigated. But bilateral trade continues. As we speak, China has deployed thousands of soldiers in Ladakh. They claim sovereignty over Indian land, yet India buys from that same China. Compare that to India's Pakistan policy. Trade and terror cannot go hand in hand, we say. That is India's position. And frankly, it's the right position. Conflicts cannot be ignored for business. So why is it different for China? How do border disputes and trade go hand in hand with China? If China can encroach into Indian territory, if China can attack Indian soldiers, the least India can do is not give them $73 billion on a platter. I know it's a political argument, but in this case, it makes economic sense. And that's reason number three. What is the biggest lesson we've learned in the last two years? Supply chains define our lives. First, the pandemic, then the war in Ukraine. Both crises have made us realize the importance of diverse supply chains. Our ketchup, our gasoline, our mobile phones, everything is dependent on them. And China was the biggest failure on this front. When China locked down, factories shut down all over the world. There were no semiconductors, no plastic, no gadgets. Chinese supply chains proved to be the most vulnerable. And what does India do? Import more commodities from that same China. It's like betting on the losing horse. India needs to diversify its purchases, try to source raw material from elsewhere because China is simply not reliable. Their zero COVID strategy could choke India's economic recovery. And I'll tell you how. Most of India's imports in the first quarter were raw materials like minerals, chemicals, fertilizers, plastic, electronic parts, which means India's economic recovery is underway. All these materials are used by factories. They're not used by consumers. So the Indian industrial comeback is very much on. 
Now imagine there's a second zero COVID lockdown in China. This trade is going to be disrupted. These raw materials would not be available anymore. Do you see the problem now? India cannot depend on Chinese goods for its economic recovery. It needs more options, especially in these challenging times. The Indian economy is not insulated from the global economic crisis. Wholesale inflation is at a multi-decade high in India. Consumer inflation is expected to top 9% later this year, 9%. And to give you some context, India's average inflation in the last decade was just 6%. Now we're looking at 9%. Plus the rupee is weakening every day. It has already hit a historic low against the dollar. How is the government planning to tackle all of this? The Reserve Bank of India has already hiked interest rates twice. Yet inflation is not cooling down. So now the government is stepping in. Reports say oil companies have been asked to buy cheaper Russian oil. You see, Russian crude is almost $30 cheaper. It costs $30 less than oil from other sources per barrel, $30. So buying Russian oil is a no-brainer for India. It could help cushion the impact of inflation. Again, I have more numbers. In February, India was buying 30,000 barrels per day from Russia. Now we're buying more than 1 million barrels a day. That's almost 25 times more oil since the war began. And why not? Every country is looking after its own interest. So why not India? But that principle must apply to all trade. If oil purchases can be diversified, so can mineral purchases or semiconductor purchases. What is needed is targeted investment and policies. I'll end with an example. Seven out of ten toys sold in India are imported from China. Seven out of ten. We're not talking about sophisticated technology. We're talking about basic toys. India can make equally good ones. But for that, it must build up its own industries and stop the buying spree from China.